Welcome to episode, wait for it, 50. Yes, I'm so excited. Welcome to the 50th episode of the Fearless Launching Show. I'm your host, Ann Samoylov, and I'm toasting you in the air right now with my herbal tea because I'm suffering from a little bit of a cold, funny thing. Um, not actually funny. And so I want to I wanna first of all just do a few announcements before we get started on today's episode. Um, so yes, 50 episodes. Wow. I think I'll do another episode where I really kind of talk about what has happened over this past year. Today, I've already got a topic in place, so I'm not going to spend too much time doing that. But I want to say that if you head over to the blog and look at the show notes for today, there is a special, a very special, um, I guess, contests that's happening. And I think you might be interested in it if you have had any interest in the past or currently in joining Fearless Launching. So I wanted to celebrate the 50th episode. I wanted to do something to really make sure that I acknowledge when I hit these steps in my business, whether they are money related or not, because I tend to just kind of brush achievements off for myself, which is kind of not a good thing. So thank you for being here through as many of the episodes as you've been here for. And I am so excited to keep this party going. Um, Today's episode continues and is really the second piece of content in my blog series this month. I'm calling it a blog series, but really there's video, there's blog post, and there are these podcasts in it. So I didn't really know what to call it except for the fact that everything will be on the blog. (laughs) So that's what it is. So on Monday, if you saw the post that went up, you know that I shared my story of kind of floundering around, being really good at figuring things out, like stuff that I could do, figuring out the mechanics of running a business, helping other people run their business, and really the real reason why I wasn't able to, you know, as much as I want wanted now when I think back to start faster, and man, I wish I had started when I was, you know, whatever age or however many years ago, The truth is, is that I was missing a vital part of the whole process of just having a business. And to me, even if your your vision is selfish, it's a vision nonetheless, because it drives everything you do. So if you didn't see that blog post, if you didn't get a chance to read it, head on over there to the blog, and I will put the link below in the show notes as well, so that you can check that out at your leisure. It's not going away. So, so yeah, so once you have that vision, today's episode is really what to do once you have that vision, because just because you have a vision of your business, of maybe the types of launches and types of things you want to offer, it's not time to launch yet. And here are, today I want to go over four things you really must not even just do and get done. You need to keep, get rolling because these are ongoing things that you're going to do in your business, which will help you not only launch something that people actually want, but will keep you happy, will keep you moving towards your goals, your vision, and will keep your business growing, really. So let's go through these one by one. There's four of them. They're very tightly related to each other. 
so there is going to be a little bit of overlap. So just know that. Okay. So first of all, the first thing that has to be happening and uh, actually before I get into them, I have to tell you that if there's, if there are four things that people aren't doing when they come to me saying they want to plan their launch, it's these things. No joke. It's always these things. And I didn't even realize that at first. I thought, oh, well, they just don't know what the process is, blah, blah, blah. But the reason why launches often fail is because you've got all your plans in place, but you haven't done these four things. So let's get into them one by one. It's things I need to remind myself about. So if you hear me scratching notes down during the episode, that's why, because Everyone needs to be doing these things on a regular basis, like taking vitamins, which I neglected to do during my vacation. So first of all is communication. So communication is one of those big things that I actually will be going in depth on this next weekend. So stay tuned for an invite to a a special class webinar. I'm doing a Saturday webinar all about conversations that sell. And if you've been around a while in my world, then you've possibly gone to an older version of this webinar, but it's been completely revamped. I'm excited to share some of the new material that I've, I've been creating and based on client work and all sorts of different things um, and research. Uh, so communication is one of those interesting things because we're told to be consistent, communicate to on a regular basis, and make sure that people can expect our communication. However, communication has to be two-way in order for there to even be a launch in the future. <laughs> so with communication, the most important thing is that you are getting some sort of feedback. So whoever you're communicating to, whatever that message is, whether it's a weekly email, whether you're posting on Facebook, whether you're on Instagram, whether you're on YouTube, you need to watch and understand and learn and and actually spend most of your time wherever people are giving you that feedback. So this is actually why People often, uh, marketing teachers, small business teachers, tell you to only choose a few channels at a time. And when I'm saying channels, I do mean those different places where people might might be able to interact with you. So right now, you might have a blog and you might have Instagram. So maybe you start there and you tell people about your blog posts on Instagram and then you start conversations there. Or maybe you start maybe on Instagram once you feel like you've gotten conversations going there, like people are actually talking, they're leaving comments. Even if it's liking, that is interaction. So you have to be able to look for those things. So it's not enough to put out consistent content. It's also about asking questions so that people are constantly being asked something so that they there's a chance that they're going to respond and reply. So giving them something to reply to like questions and what yeah, basically questions. What do you think about this? Let me know what your comments are about this below the p- blog post or whatever the case is for you. So I just think that there's not enough focus put on this interaction piece. So communication is has got to be two-way, and it's one thing that it does take time to get going. I mean, I remember when I first started blogging, and granted, I was doing everything that I was being told to do. So I was doing a blog post, I was sending an email to my extremely small list, and I wouldn't get any feedback back. 
So I started in every single email, putting a question at some point towards the end of the email. That was just my way of doing it. So slowly over time, now I do get feedback more quickly. In fact, what I've done is added just a little autoresponder once people sign up for my toolkit, asking them what they're struggling with. This is not a new concept. I didn't create it. Um, the person I heard it from, though I bet he didn't create it, is Derek Halpern. But so, so as you can see, you've got to be pushing for that back and forth communication. If you're not asking questions on a regular basis, trying to answer other people's questions, in the form of whatever you're doing, whether it's blogging, if you're on Facebook groups. So think about where you are and where can you most easily start getting some back and forth going. Um, that is crucial. If you don't have that yet, do not come to me and say you're ready to launch because you're actually not. So you might be ready for the process of putting your product together and putting a sales page together and you've got lead pages and all that good stuff. But until you have that interaction and at least some idea that people are saying yes in some way to what you're putting out there, uh, what kind of material you're putting out there or, you know, it, it this is kind of like a hard thing. It's like, I don't want to be, I don't want to like be harsh, but you got to have some interaction. Otherwise, what the, I mean, and you might be able to borrow interaction and we'll talk about that in a second, but you might be able to borrow interaction if you have a really high powered or well-connected partner. So that's another thing. We'll get into that um, towards the end. So the next piece of this, along with the communication is if you're communicating on a regular basis, I also want you to be hopefully growing your list. And what that means is I want to know that you have an opt-in that actively, that, that sits on your site. There's an autoresponder of a couple of emails at least, and that you're actively putting that out on social media. You are guest posting, which again is related to our third one, which is outreach. Our third thing you should really get rolling. So list building is just what system are you using to encourage people to sign up for your mailing list. And also I want to I want to do a little caveat here and that is list building in the traditional sense when I say it I mean my email list. You've a got opt-in forms on your website, you are actively growing your list of contacts in some way. If you are for instance, you know, I I think of this as I have opt-ins on my blog and I'm adding people to my email list. I'm actively looking for new people to connect with on Instagram and YouTube. So there are audiences growing in all those places. And I consider all of them parts of my list, even if they're not actually physically on my mailing list. So make sure that you are, you've decided which of these communication channels, like I mentioned earlier, that you are focusing on. And in addition to engaging with the people who are already there, how are you bringing new people into your world? A great way to do that is my number three thing you really need to get in place and rolling before you make a decision to launch, and that is outreach. Things like guest posts and podcasts and online summits or maybe getting featured as part of some sort of list post. There are so many different ways. Sometimes you can even buy placement on someone's site, like put, put your ad for whatever you're doing 
on someone else's site. Or maybe you have friends that are willing to are willing to email out for you, um, saying that you've got something new available. Again, outreach can take many different forms, and it really does overlap with networking because it requires you to get out of your your office and into other people's offices and in front of their audiences. This outreach piece, and if you've been through Laura Roeder's Creating Fame, a lot of this stuff she actually talks about as a way to create fame in your business because outreach allows you to reach other people's people. So OPP is what outreach is all about. You want to be getting in front of other people on a consistent basis. Now, how does this look for your business? So let me, I've kind of mentioned networking. I think you get the idea with networking, which is that fourth thing. And it's a really hard one. I get it. Um, networking really just means getting yourself out there and meeting people, going to events where you're potentially your ideal customer, maybe, maybe not even your customer, maybe just someone who uh, maybe could be a potential partner, a team member. You need to be getting yourself out in the world, in the physical space and in other online events and other spaces like Facebook groups and just put yourself out there and help people share with people while they are while they're there right in front of you. I find that Facebook groups are amazing for this networking because there's there's a little excitement when you actually end up meeting them. Uh, some of my best, best friends I knew for like more than a year before I met them in person, uh, which was fabulous. So, so I know I bombed through those four things. So what I want to share with you now is how that's kind of going to look before you get to launching. So, I almost launched, I almost like started talking about it before I mentioned networking. So communication, I think you understand that A, you do want to send your consistent communication out, whatever it is, if it's a video, if it's a blog post, whatever, get consistent, figure out what you can and you know you can deliver on a weekly or bi-weekly basis. Outreach. Outreach is the next piece. And this is what you can do on a regular basis to make sure you're getting yourself ready to, for that launch. I don't want you to wait until the month before your launch and then say, okay, I need five guest posts and four podcasts and I need them all to come out this week. That's great if you can manage that to happen, but it's actually better over time to be sending out maybe two to three pitches every month to various bloggers, other sites, if you have a product, maybe to bloggers who might review what you've got, what you're going to be selling perhaps, or just reaching out to those various places where you might be able to get in front of other people's audiences. And I say go for podcasts because podcasts are so they're not easy to get on. I'm not going to say they're easy, but my goodness, they're easy when you do get on them because you just show up. You just show up. And that's the kind of thing you want that doesn't add to your workload on a regular basis. So so communication, start doing some sort of regular weekly, bi-weekly communication to whoever you talk to. And you are the only one who can answer this. So do that. And then outreach, send out two to three pitches every month. Aim to do one or two things every month. So this might mean on a on a dry month, you get asked to do something, you do it and you get yourself out there. So the next piece, the, the list building, aim to make it easy 
for people not only to find out that you've got a list, maybe create a, some sort of lead magnet. I, I have had, I know people sometimes think you don't need a lead magnet. Some people like lead magnets. I like it because I'm looking at it as a way to prepare my audience for my launch. Think about what you've got going on now. Make sure that not only do you have the system set up on your website, but that you're sending people to it from your blog posts, from social media. Maybe if you're doing any of that outreach I mentioned, you you always mention your link for your list, not just to your site, to, let's say, to sign up for whatever you have that's a free offer. And then the final thing that you can do, and this happens on a regular basis, something I'm just working on now. I'm not going to lie. I mean, this month I, I decided, you know what? It's ridiculous that I've never gone to a B-School Babes meetup here in Seattle. These women are just like me. I need some more, I need some like more community here where I am in my physical space. So I am going to those. I'm also involved in a few other organizations, which allow me to kind of stretch that muscle of helping people, even in an environment where I feel really out of out of my element. Um, and that would be the house of genius. So anyway, so that's my, my take is that, you know, find like one group that at least you meet with physically every month. And, you know, it may not be the be all end all, make sure you try to go to events regularly, that kind of thing. So once you've got these things going, it's, they're kind of going to get all intertwined and all of a sudden people are going to be talking to you more and then you're going to get more opportunities to show up on other people in front of other people's audiences. And as a result, your list is going to build. And it's kind of like this nice mishmash. I'm like, I'm a, I'm kind of forming a dough or a snowball with my hands right now. But it's this nice synergy where once you start doing a little bit of all of these, things will grow. And then when it's time for you to launch, people will know that you, I mean, you've been there. It's not like you come out of nowhere and it allows you to really tailor and figure out what your message should be for these people. You're going to get to know them. You're not going to be able to not know them. Wow. Okay. So was that totally a crazy episode or what? I know probably not crazy, but <laughs> I feel like I'm, I'm not on cold medicine, but I do have lots of herbs in me and essential oils placed on the bottom of my feet because I'm dealing with like a sore throat and having coughing fits, which will likely get cut out of this episode, hopefully. <laughs> but I hope that you take my advice and start doing these four things and getting them rolling in your business. Make them what you do. Make sure you communicate on a regular basis and push for that feedback loop so that you're getting getting something back to you. Start doing more outreach. Do it on a regular basis. Make sure that you're list building and make sure that you are networking with other people like you so that not only you can meet people who, who knows, maybe they will potentially be your customers, but at least you will start building relationships with people, finding out what people want. And it's just a better place to approach launch, launching. Once you're doing that kind of thing for a couple of months, you may find that you're ready to go. But sometimes I will say that it does take longer than we expect. So have patience, but get working on this right now. 
Thanks so much for listening today. And one thing I want to remind you, and that is Fearless Launching is coming soon. In just a couple of weeks, we're going to be opening up the launch and class starts on May 18th for the 2015 session of the program. I'm only doing it once live this year, and you're going to see why, because it's crazy. It's crazy pants. I'm doing more and I'm offering more than really I think I ever have of myself during the program. So hopefully you pay you you, you kind of come along for the ride with me at least. Check out the blog every Monday and Thursday for the next four weeks, and you're going to start seeing some content that I'm putting out. I'm not doing a video series, but I am sharing some really specific content that should help you with your next launch and help you figure out what where you are in the process and what you need to do. All right. Have a great day. Again, thanks for listening to the show. And it's number 50. Woohoo. Okay. Check out those show notes if you want to see what the contest is all about. All right. Have a great one. Talk to you soon. Bye.